Oh, Daniel's been recording. All right, oh. so we got some sweet B-roll. We do have some sweet B-roll. Damn, Daniel. Good job. Don't, don't do that. Here we are, once again. We're back. We're we're still on the air. These these well, things I, are still on. I wouldn't on. call it the air. I would call it the internet. Can't. The, don't worry about that. The internet's the, a free place, AJ. The important thing is that we are here. We're back. We were not canceled from our from ourselves. We did not cancel ourselves. We actually we did much better than I anticipated. As far yeah, as I mean, we had listening. I think that was an accident. I think people realize that is a mistake. I think they found out that they've, you know, we've got three episodes up now. I think they're they're definitely going to say, yeah, the first I listened to the first couple because I'm their friend, and it's it's probably going to go downhill from here. Uh, well, I don't have thirty friends that definitely listen to. This, I actually so. think it was mostly Daniel's friends. I feel like probably Daniel's friends listen to the podcast, and our friends hate us. I don't know. I have I have like two friends at work who said they listened to it. Man, that's solid numbers. Hey, it's it's two. It's it. That is a fact. It and is. Two. I have one that said she would listen to it, but hasn't yet. So. <laughs> well, she'll only be about three weeks. She'll be up to date three weeks ago. Hey, she's she just has to wait until she's got a long car trip, and then she can marathon them. Yeah, that's the best way to yeah. listen to the podcast and. Best way to do any podcast. And really listen to the mountains of bullshit that are happening. Sorry, Daniel might have to bleep that. Um, I don't know. Are we we bleeping anything? I don't know. Daniel's shrugging again confidently. So, whatever. This podcast contains explicit language. Now you're warned. Uh, After the explicit language has already happened. Well, we can edit that part out. Uh, Yeah, so here we are. We're back with the uh, second uh, politics podcast. I'm here with Kent Miller. Hello. And this is AJ Mondin, and we are here uh, to be with you for the downfall of civilization as we know it. We're here to walk with you through it. Um, but first, before we get started, uh, the uh, we have to analyze the song. All right. That's, that's the important thing, because what will happen is we will get sued if we don't analyze that song. And yes, so, because millions of people listen to this and will report us to the... What whoever takes care of that, you know, I just want to cover all our bases. All right, uh, Ken, what did you think of of that song by Yacht? I think the funky bass line uh, is it juxtaposes the deep. You're just using big words, aren't you? Yeah, maybe it it's a nice juxtaposition for the deep, meaningful lyrics. A juxtaposition for the deep meaningful lyrics. Yes. Wow. That's a sentence that really actually doesn't mean anything, but sounds like it means a lot of things. Yes. Uh, I can't tell if that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard or the smartest thing I've ever heard. And it's amazing how thin the line really is between genius and complete stupidity. Uh, you know, as as we have seen. Uh, I... I think that that yacht song may be my new favorite song because it seems to encapsulate everything I'm feeling, which is 
complete disillusionment <laughs> with the future <laughs> and complete uh, a complete lack of optimism. Uh, I've completely descended from uh, optimism and comedy towards uh, just complete and utter sadness. Well, that welcome to my world. I've been there for years. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> great. Yeah. Well, hey, nice uplifting mood to start yeah, the podcast. Getting things going well, right. but I think that's I think that's the important part of that song is that it's it's really it's no holds bar um, disillusionment. So, song analyzed. Check. Yeah. Check. Uh, thanks for all your help with that, Kent. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> I put a big word in there. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so, uh, because it's really early in the morning, um, and by really early in the morning, I mean really early in the morning, our time, uh, I'm not drinking beer this morning. I've, I've changed pace. I've, so I'm gonna, I might just slurp some coffee. Is that what I should do? Yeah, probably. Let me see if I can get some in on this. Hmm. Oh, that was a good, good, good work. Good, that's good audio work by us. Now, Kent, yeah. what brand of coffee are you drinking? Uh, I am drinking Homebrew hmm. by your wife. Oh, wow. So it's now, a, do you know what kind of coffee she used? Um, whatever kind wants to pay us money. Mm, Except yes. for Dunkin' Donuts. Screw those people. <laughs> you know, uh, the thing about whatever brand wants to pay us money is... I really like the balance of the kind of the full body, but also it's just enough acidic to really make me feel it. Yeah, but not enough to make me. Um, it's still hate smooth. It. Yeah. yeah, it's still smooth, it's, but it's got that full body that kind of gives you a kick. Yeah, it wakes you up in the morning, yeah. but it doesn't doesn't overdo it, mm-hmm. and that's what I like about insert sponsor here. Yeah. Uh, so you know, if you want to um, send us some money, um, write to us at. Uncomfortably Christian dot we don't have a email address dot com and we will um, get out to you. Yeah. yeah. Or just uh, just Facebook message us. Yeah, just or send us a carrier pigeon. Yeah. Just drive down here, drop a boatload of money off at our front door. Yeah. Well, whatever works for you. Yeah, preferably if someone's home so that we can pick it up. I mean I don't wanna I don't want it to be left outside. Yeah. This is a contingency we won't have to prepare for. All uh, right, so let's get into it. Let's get into it. Now that we've done 20 minutes of B-roll. Yeah. Uh, so, Kent, we are here with the Politics Podcast. Uh, always a good time. Always a good time. Always exciting. I think uh, we are recording this on Saturday morning. Yes. I think if you were aware, there's some late breaking news uh, coming out of Chicago. Uh, a Donald Trump rally basically descended into a brawl. Uh, I'm actually, I'm more surprised that it's just now happening than by the fact that it happened. Yeah. So if you're not familiar with this, uh, which I don't know what to say, uh, if you're not familiar, but Donald Trump's running for president. Uh, say what? Yeah. And as it turns out, um, he said some things that could be construed as totally and completely racist. Um, and on top of that, his rallies have attracted an interesting mix of protesters and... Um, we'll call know, them crazy people. And, yeah, supporters, quote-unquote. Uh, and so 
that all kind of came to a head at last uh, at the last meeting. Kent, as you said, you're not shocked that this has happened. You're only you're shocked it took this long. Do you think this is going to be kind of the tone for the rest of the campaign? Do you think this is? I mean, where where do we where are we going from here? I mean, we the election is not until November, and then Donald Trump becomes our our president, Lord and Czar, um, our Emperor Palpatine. If you yeah, will. our Emperor Palpatine. That's, that's right. And so, where do you think is this? How we're is this what we can expect for the rest of the? Do you think? Uh, Kent, do you think that this is going to be the norm for the campaign the rest of the way through? Uh, do you think we're, what, what are we going to do? Is, is Trump going to tone it down? Like what, I mean, it, I don't, I don't know what we do from here. (laughs) What, what do you think the rest of the campaign looks like? We have till November, like this thing is not close to done. Well, I think it can go one of two ways. It can either be Trump, like kind of says this isn't the way we should do things, and they kind of calm down. I don't think that's Trump's kind of M.O. I think he could try and get people to rally behind it and say, like, oh, these people are super passionate about what they believe in, and, you know, this is the kind of action we need to take to change things. Yeah, or he doubles down on the rhetoric. Yeah. <laughs> so you're so you're saying that there's one of two options. One, Donald Trump calls for calm and peace, and the other one is... He doubles down on the rhetoric. I think calling for common peace uh, is 3,000 to 1 right now. So if you're um, a betting man, it might be time to put at least 20 bucks on that and just see if yeah, you can. Just, I mean. Just see. You never know. Uh, on, the, on the flip side, uh, I have kind of a, I have a hot take on this. Uh, I think, because I'm watching some of the commentary that's been rolling out, and it's you know it's amazing how people have turned on the on the protesters uh, so quickly. Uh, you know everybody was no Trump never never never, and now it's uh, well you know these protesters took it too far or uh, whatever. I want to say that I think it's so ridiculous for us to believe that a group of people that are being oppressed. Um, if you look at, you know, just maybe minorities in general in this country, I'm just, I'm generalizing. Um, but you know, to look at a group that's being oppressed, um, in different ways to look at groups that are feeling disenfranchised and then to ratchet that up to basically racism, to a, to have a candidate who's getting endorsements from the KKK to see that take place and then to expect them to react calmly and silently when you know this sort of racial divide has continually taken place in America to continue to expect that they will react with with just silent grace is naive and stupid uh, these people have been have been getting the short end of the stick for a long long time um, you know whether it's um, Hispanics or, um, you know, African-Americans, you know, Trump said maybe these, Af- maybe this African-American guy was protesting him. He deserved to be roughed up. You know, he's in there saying that the, the protesters were tough, tough guys. They were big, tough, tough guys. 
um, you know, to continue to to use this kind of rhetoric, and and every time somebody's thrown out of the thing saying, you know, yeah, in the old days we used to rough them up, in the old days we used to, you know, take them out back, but now, you know, we don't do that because we're politically correct. No, now we don't do that because this isn't a mob. Like now we don't do that because we're not gangsters. Like because you're running for president, and so to continue to let like to continue to have one side, um that's spewing this kind of hate and ideology. And then on the other side to can just expect that, you know, people that are oppressed will continue to just act nonviolently is naive and, and completely dumb. And so I don't see this getting any better. I think this is only the tip of the iceberg. And I think, especially when you look at the Republican convention, that's going to be in Cleveland, these, this is only going to get worse. It's not going to get any better as people move from, Oh, Donald Trump, he's a crazy person. Oh, Donald Trump, he'll never be president. To holy crap, Donald Trump could be president. Yeah. As people move, so yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know where we're gonna go from here, but I don't think it's gonna get any better. I don't know. I think, uh, I think watching the world fall into chaos is gonna be a little fun. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm just gonna sit back and enjoy the ride. You're just. You're, are you just all out now? You're I'm just, just, you're just out on society. You're like, yeah, it's I'm over. like, yeah, we're, we're it's done. Over. Sit back and enjoy the ride. I mean, just yeah. as a to transition here, you know, I said he's going to be the nominee. I'm looking here at um, Huffington Post pollster, which combines everything. And so let's just uh, let's look at our at what's coming up here with the big winner take all states in the Republican primary, Ohio and Florida. Mm-hmm. Uh, first, do we have a sponsor for this section? Do we have a sponsor for the Ford? Uh, Looking polls. Uh, this portion of the podcast is brought to you by uh, coffee. Coffee. No, seriously, shut up until I finish my coffee. <laughs> Thank you, coffee. Uh, which brand of coffee is that again? Uh, once again, that is whatever brand wants to give us money. Oh, man. It's my favorite. It's a new sponsor of the podcast this week, but they're great. Yeah. Wonderful. Wonderful. Yeah. They, they, they paid a, us a lot of money, so they get two spots. Yeah. They sent us a free pack, and I just want to say it's wonderful. Yeah. Um, yeah. We love free stuff from from our sponsors. We love our sponsors. Actually, we love free stuff from anybody in general. <laughs> That's so. true. Uh, yeah. So we're looking here at the... Uh, I'm looking here at the polls. The Florida Republican primary... Um, if you don't know, Huffington Post pollster uh, pulls together the average of the, all the polls that are being taken. It kind of gives us like a basically a general trends and averages it all out. It gives us a rough estimate. Right now, Donald Trump is expected to win forty percent. Uh, it's fluctuated between you know forty and forty-two, but he's expected to win forty percent of the primary in Florida. Marco Rubio, a distant second at 27%. So there's a 13-point gap there. So what's looking like uh, Florida is going to go Trump. In Ohio, it's Kasich and uh, Trump battling it out. John Kasich right now has taken a lead. uh, But... Mm, who knows? Uh, that lead is very late coming, so who knows if it's solid or if it's just completely made up. Uh, and then nationally, Donald Trump still has a commanding lead. He's got 40%. By the way, I just want to say, for all the people who continue to say, 
um, that as the field dives and as the field or dives as the field uh, whittles, as the field shrinks, uh, that Donald Trump will, you know, kind of cap out and lose support and someone's going to catch him. His numbers keep going up. Uh, if you just go on the trends, the numbers continue to rise. The numbers have been on a steady, basically a steady rise with some dips, but there's been a basically steady rise uh, in the numbers. So it is not so. Either his the cap on Donald Trump is getting higher, but it's there. You know, everybody said, "Oh, he'll never get above forty percent. He'll never get above like thirty percent." Well, he's at forty percent now, yeah. and now everyone's saying, "Oh, he'll never get above forty percent." But now what we're seeing is the Republican Party start to coalesce behind him. So looking forward to these this race, uh, th- what do you make of it? Are, are we – most people are saying that they're going to try a broker convention and all this stuff. What do you, what do you think is, is going to happen with these, with these races? We saw with Bernie Sanders in Michigan that polling could be wrong. Do you think there's going to be a last-minute rally – uh, from the non-Trump supporters, or what do you think is going to happen? Um, well, I think Trump is just, I think he's got too much steam behind him right now. He's got too much momentum. So I think they can try and stop it, but I think as for right now, he's just got too much going for him. So they either need to get behind him or figure something out because... Everything they're doing isn't working. Yeah, it's not like, working. If and if they don't want Trump, a don't let him run in the first place. <laughs> Maybe you should have stopped it earlier <laughs> before he had forty percent of the polling on his side. Yeah, well, hot take there from Kent. <laughs> Maybe wait, <laughs> wait. The Republicans seem to say, "Well, let's wait until he's at full strength, and then we'll take him on." Yeah, yeah. What's the worst thing that could happen? Oh, President Trump. That's the worst that could happen. Oh. Oh, we didn't think this through very well. Yeah. As it turns out, mistake. That was a train wreck. Yeah. That was the sound effect of a train wreck. That's the United States. <laughs> I thought you said you couldn't do voices because you were sick. Uh, I'm surprised I got that one out. I, my voice is cracking a lot. Oh. So it's. So, so you're thinking, yeah, you're thinking of the same thing that I'm thinking, that it's over. Yeah. Like. Here's what's going to happen. Best case scenario, you you have a brokered convention. That's best case scenario. And then coming out of that, you have a brokered convention. You're going to basically disavow 40% of your electorate. Because that's the national numbers he has, 40%. Like, you're not going to do that. No. So what are you going to do? Like, you're going to just basically say, yeah, I know that we were supposed to have this whole thing called a vote. And I Trump won most of the vote, but you know we're not going to listen to that. I also feel Trump is the kind of person that if they like just say, "Oh, we're going with someone else," he'll be like, "I'm running as a third party." Then, yeah, I'm sure he would yeah. because he would say, you know, I, because for one thing, he can drag forty percent of the vote. Yeah, I just on a on a being a real note. This is this has gone from uh, quasi comedy into. Just batshit crazy. This has really transitioned into the holy crap, this could happen. I can't believe this is going to happen part of the of the season. Yeah. Um, where I'm now legitimately concerned. Uh, like I said, I've just kind of accepted it. 
I've accepted fate. Yeah. Let's let's move to the other side of the aisle. Let's look at the uh, Democratic race real quick. Uh, First of all, uh, Bernie Sanders in Michigan, huge upset. Huge. Huge. Huge huge upset in in Michigan. Uh, Came back from 20 points down. Kent, the question I have for you today is when will Hillary Clinton announce that she's pulling out of the race? I mean, she should do it today. Yeah, I mean, it's basically over. Am I yeah. right? You should. I mean, that was embarrassing, and it's just not worth it. It's not worth the embarrassment. Just pull out now, save some of your dignity, and let the rest of the nation feel the burn. <laughs> let the rest of the nation feel the burn. Uh, so, yeah, she's. I don't think she's going to drop out, uh, mostly not. because she's still well on her way to winning, winning the Democratic nomination. Uh but what I do want to know is what are you what are your takeaways from the from Bernie winning Michigan? What do you what did you see when you saw when when Bernie won Michigan? First of all, on a scale of one to ten, how shocked were you? Uh, I was pretty surprised um, because I the way everything's been leaning is kind of people are starting to write Bernie off that you know basically Hillary's won so Bernie needs to kind of ease back. So the fact that he's still winning states is actually it's a little surprising. So yeah, certainly a shocker. Uh, here's the other question: We've had this conversation, but I think it's worth having again, considering that the alternative is Donald Trump. Uh, Hillary Clinton is she electable? Is she going to win this race with Donald Trump? I mean, it all in factors do indicate that she will probably win the. The Democratic primary, uh, you know, we don't want to speak too soon, but it's it's an uphill battle certainly for Bernie. Will will she win the nomination? I mean, will, I mean, not the nomination. Will she win the general? I think she can if she doesn't play Trump's game of just bickering back and forth. If she actually focuses on policy and uh, stuff like that, that Trump doesn't really focus on, and if she can keep it on that track instead of kind of going down to Trump's level and just bickering back and forth, I think she can win it. That is a very optimistic view that you think people care about policy. Uh, I like to see the world. You're really looking through some rose-colored glasses this morning. I feel like we flipped. I feel like you're the optimist now, and I'm, I'm maybe the cynic. It's, maybe it's all that cough syrup I had this morning. Yeah, maybe that has to do with it. Uh, I'm, I, I have to say I'm concerned about Hillary Clinton's candidacy. Uh Mostly because I'm watching everyone kind of normalize to Donald Trump now. Yeah. Where now the excuses are starting to roll in about, well, he's not really a racist. You know, he just it's the media, the way they cut the sound bites, makes it sound like he's a racist, but he's really not. Uh, you know, and you're starting to see Republicans coalesce behind him. Um, and people hate Hillary Clinton. <laughs> like, for... Uh, for reasons that they sometimes can't articulate, they hate Hillary Clinton. So I, I would say I'm, I'm now moving from cautiously optimistic to slightly terrified to checking my passport. Yeah, I don't know. Like I said on uh, the last podcast, I don't know if I can bet against Trump just because of his track record. Yeah, he keeps winning, and it's scary. It's it's, it's starting it's starting to get terrifying. Yeah, it's it's really moving into the realm of terrifying. 
It's officially moving into. Although, oh. hey, maybe we're wrong, and he's going to be the single best president we've ever had, and it's going to be the next golden age of America. Well, it's going to be a golden age. It certainly will be golden. Like there will be gold. Fear I mean, not. There will be gold. Uh, the White House will be the gold house. Yeah, where that gold will be and how aesthetically pleasing it will be uh, remains. Uh, it'll be in banks in China. Uh, yeah. So real quick. Uh, going into um, March 15th with the primaries, anything to keep your eye on uh, that you're looking for? I mean, I guess the big things are it's, you know, Florida and Ohio. Yeah. Well, Florida's always tricky because we're a bunch of weirdos and we don't like to... We have a long tradition of lying to pollsters. Yeah. (laughs) That's how we do it. That's how we do it down here. We do things a bit different. That's how we do it down here. We don't like to have all that truth come out. (laughs) (laughs) That was a way better voice than mine. Well done. Uh, Uh, Yeah, so that would be, that's interesting. Uh, I also, you know, you're going to have Marco Rubio maybe get second in Florida, but is he going to drop out? I don't know. Do Floridians even like Rubio? I don't know. (laughs) It's shocking. Like... Because all the people I talk to don't like him, and we live in Florida. Yeah. Uh, so. I don't know. Let's, I don't know. All the people I talk to that are on the Republican side, they're like, oh, well, I don't like any of them. But it's like, they're still getting massive poll numbers, so some I don't of you like, guys have to like some of them. I don't like any of them. There, there are four people across the conservative ideological spectrum, all the way from tear the federal government down and bring back the Articles of Confederation to a moderate conservative who goes, eh, maybe we should slash the slash some of the budget down a little bit. You have everything. What What do you mean I don't like any of them? None of them are Ronald Reagan. Yeah, well, we can roll out Ronald Reagan's corpse and run him against... That's, you know what? I would vote for Ronald Reagan's dead corpse. That, that's the brokered convention strategy. I would. Is they're just going to roll out Ronald Reagan's corpse and just try to pass... Just double down on all the laws that Ronald Reagan passed. Just pass them again. Just repass all of them. Works for me. All right. Well, that's uh, that's it for this week. Uh, all right. You know, uh, hey, Justin Trudeau visited the White House to prepare for the max exodus of Americans. So uh, buy a thick coat and get ready. All right. Canada, here we come. I do like Canada. <laughs>